Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is it. The time has come. Get in the ring and go the distance with Fight Night. With Adam Catterall and Nick Pete. You're better than that. On Talk Sport, the home of boxing. Welcome to Fight Night. It is Saturday night. I'm Adam Catterall. Alongside me, Nick Pete, to get stuck into all the big fight sports talking points throughout the course of the last seven days. We'll also uh, be keeping you... uh, uh, right across everything that's going on at the Copper Box because we've been catching up with a couple of br- the protagonists uh, this week. Daniel Dubois in action against Kayataro Fujimoto. Um, you alright, Nicholas? You yeah. ready for Christmas, son? Uh, well, almost. Getting there. Got a few last few little bits to pick up, as you do. So, Father Christmas has uh, got the kids' lists. We just need to double-check that. Good. You save yourself well, then. Father Christmas has got all the children's lists. And you've got to take care Just of... Just got to check, check it off with the list, it, with it. the elves. You've got to pay the elves' bill. That's right. That's what you've got to do. Absolutely. Um, listen, we've got a couple of special shows coming up for you over the Christmas period. This isn't the last time that you're going to hear from us uh, this year. Uh, we will be bringing you a special end-of-year show where we're going to run through the whole of the year and make some mad predictions uh, for 2020. Because I feel, I don't know about you, I feel like we're in a very similar position that we were this time last year. If you remember this time last year when we were, we were thinking about doing our end-of-year show, we'd just come off the back of Wilder Fury. Mm-hmm. Everybody was dead excited. So that happened at the start of January last year, uh, start of December last year. Everybody was dead excited of the possibilities of the fights that could get made in 2020, uh, 2019 in the heavyweight division. Yep. None of them happened. You didn't get any of them. None of them. <laughs> None of them happened. Um, hopefully... They've learned the lesson of the last 12 months of those fights not happening. And maybe in the next 12 months, we might get to see some of those. Later on in the show, you're going to hear from Frank Warren, who tells us categorically that next week they'll be making a little bit of an announcement regarding Wilder Fury Part 2. And it's happening in February, Nick. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And listen, that's the, that's the big fight that we expected, the big rematch that we expected at the start of 2019. Um but they've been building that fight up, haven't they, over in the US. Obviously, Tyson's been on this weird American publicity tour, which has involved uh, the certain WWE yeah. performance and whatever else. So, And listen, and Deontay Wilder's only added to his, uh, his luster, really, with the performances that he's had. So 2020, hopefully, is going to be the year of the heavyweights because you'd like to think that if those guys dance for the second time, mm. potentially 
them going to dance for a third time in 2020 and maybe at the end of the year uh, the the winner of that triple threat match will face off against AJ we can dream we, we can, can dream, dream. I th- I, what I think might this is how I think it's going to go right I'll give you some, I know we're saving this for the end of the year show but I'm going to make my prediction now oh, here we you're go. going to get Wilder Fury 2 you're going to get it is well, that, yeah it's in February you're going to get it again in July part 3 maybe J- July August something like that you'll get a part 3 alright Tyson Fury will still be the WBC heavyweight champion at that point all right, <laughs> because you're only getting part three if he wins part two. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think you get part three if Deontay Wilder sparks him. Do you think? I don't think you do. I don't know. I think there's going to be a clause in that contract for a part this three. Is, well, either way, no. Either well, way. I think the clause is part two. Tyson's got to beat him for us to get part three, and I think Tyson does beat him. I think he beats him twice. Okay. Um, there's. Well, look at this. We're going in on these mad predictions early doors. Instead of surviving. 12 rounds, Tyson's got to survive 24 yeah, rounds against fact. the most formidable one-punch knockout yeah. artist Easy potentially work. in the history of boxing. Easy work for the Gypsy King. <laughs> Easy work. So that's that's how I think that side will play out, okay? Um, I think Anthony Joshua will drop the WBR version of his title, mm-hmm. therefore giving an opportunity. Are we going in on predictions? Is that it? I thought no, we were saving this yeah, for our end yeah, of year I'm show. Just gonna, I'm just going to tell the people. Okay. People are tuned in, right? They want a little bit of insight knowledge at the start. They're, you know what it is? Then we'll you, give you're getting fun. cocky because this time last year yeah. you said yeah. AJ will lose yeah. but will still end the year as world champion. Yeah. And because you called that one right, yeah, yeah, you yeah. think you're Mr. Tipster now. I am. I am. I told you that Josh Taylor was going to be a world champion this year. I told you that Billy Joe Saunders has regained his belts as well, didn't I? Eh? Tell and you. Tell you, mate. I've cashed all my chips in last year. <laughs> Usyk will fight for a world title, the one that gets dropped by Anthony yes, Joshua. Joshua will defend against Pulev. This is how it will play out. And then I think, I, I've just got a feeling that Anthony Joshua will revisit the WBO belt before he fights a Fury and a Wilder. So you think AJ versus Usyk? Or, or whoever wins that WBO belt. Usyk. Yeah, most likely Usyk. There you go. That's how I think it might play out. Interesting. Hmm. Anyway, um, seeing as that um, you've just brought up predictions for 2019, um, we haven't been on the radio since Tia Fimo became world champion, have we? <laughs> now, you're going to hear from Tia Fimo a little bit later on in the show. Tia Fimo Lopez, this is the uh, brand spanking new. What are we, five minutes into IDF the show before you brought this up? champion of the world. At the start of the year, I told you, this is the lad. This lad this year is going to have an absolutely wonderful year. He's been brilliant for the for about 24 months now, and I thought that this was going to be the year that he'll get an opportunity to fight for, for a title. I was proved right. He fought last week against Richard Comey, and he sparked Richard Comey within uh, two rounds. Now, Amazing. Nick picked Devin Haney. Now, Thank no, you. There's nothing wrong with picking Devin Haney. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why do you why do you get top billing and I get nothing? Because my lads Shall I refer to the fact that my choice yeah. actually won the WBC world oh. title before incorrect. TO? Incorrect. He, he didn't the he, WBC incorrect. world title belt was before TO was gi- What you needed to say there was your boy was given a world title Did before my Did my pick lad. for the year hold a world championship belt? Before your pick for the year, yes or no? It's a yes or no question. Yes or no? He yes was or given, no? He was given a belt. Before yes my or lad. no? He was given a belt. Thank you. He was given end a belt. Of, end the show. That's it. We're done. End the show. End the Nick's sh- pick was right. Is he still a world champion now? So he never lost it. He was never. He never won it. He's still undefeated. You can't lose something that he never won. He's still you? undefeated in the ring. For those that don't know what we're talking about, Devin Haney, fantastic talent, no question about that. He was given the WBC lightweight championship when. Vasil Lomachenko was made franchise champion. Yes, this is the year of the franchise champion. Everything's gone crazy in the world of boxing and especially with the WBC. However, Devon now, after fighting once since being 
called the champion, um, has had to give up that belt, and he's now the champion in recess by the WBC because he's got himself injured. He's got a shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but my lad, Tiafimo Lopez, he went down the route of having to fight one of the most ferocious punchers, toughest men in the lightweight division in Richard Comey, the IBF champion. Yes. And he went in there and he slayed a king. Absolutely slayed him. We had two rounds. Did a number on him. He was brilliant. And got the job done. And sets himself up now a massive uh, undisputed fight with uh, Vasyl Lomachenko next year. Absolutely. In fact, can you class it as an undisputed fight? Because Vasyl Lomachenko's technically not the WBC champion. He's the WBC franchise champion. So would it be for all the marbles in your eyes, this fight? No. What well, do you T- mean, no? T.O.'s the, th- you know, he's the third best lightweight on the planet right now. Eh? He's got to be third, hasn't he? Why is he? Because my boy, Devin Haney, is the WBC champion. No, just he's not. because he's injured. No, he's not. You can't just rule him out because he's, he's injured. Look, hang on. We've got Luke Campbell coming on the show. In Who's about to fight for the WBC belt. The, the vacant so in belt. theory, when Luke wins that belt, and you yeah. like what I did there, we're nice and confident, Luke wins that WBC belt. Yeah. We're going to have three... WBC lightweight champions. versions of a WBC champion. Yeah. Ugh, this sport, I tell you. Well, what will happen? You'll have franchise champion Lomachenko. The recess champion, when he decides to come back, will fight Luke Campbell for that Don't belt. say it like he's chose to take a step away. He's got a, the kid's got an injury. Right. He's not the champion, though. Well, the kid's got an injury. Right. Because the WBC are mental. How can you crown someone as champion? Correct. And then take the belt off him because yep. he's injured? Yeah. All within the space of about three months. Correct. Ridiculous. I'll tell you why. Money. Sanctioning fees, mate. Ridiculous. That's why, that's why it was done. Anyway, he's not the third best. He's the second best, is Tiafimo at this moment in time. And until he takes... That's your opinion. Until he takes the crown of Vasil Lomachenko, you know, of which I'm going to back him to do. No way. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, let's get that one down. I hope that's recorded. Yay! Let's save that. Let's save that for next year. What if he smokes about Lomachenko now? I am going to be a you guru. Know what? You better wake up and apologise to Lomachenko. That's even what you're thinking about it. Exactly. For even thinking about it. Listen, we've got, we're in a really good position at this moment in time in the world of boxing in particular that we could... Apart from all the stupid belts. Yeah, listen. There's Other a lot than of, that, we're in a golden era. Yeah. Enjoy it. There's a lot of stupidity. And I think next year, we, we talk on the show a lot about undisputed champions, don't we? we? We're on the verge of hopefully seeing one in the lightweight division. We're just talking about it there with Lomachenko. And uh, Lopez, if you can class it as that, because Luke Campbell will hold a version of the WBC belt. We can. Um, we will. And in the Superlights as well, um, Josh Taylor, Ramirez, they hold all their belts. I think they've got mandatory obligations to get through first, but I would predict that at some point over the next 12 months, those two will meet and all the marbles will be on the line. Yeah, let's just hope that Josh is able to keep hold of the belts that he's got before that fight, uh, before that fight mm. actually happens, because, you know, these sanctioning bodies and, and regulators are like they want to split the belts up look at AJ he's just won his belts back in the following morning both yeah. the IBF and the WBO both say you've got to go and fight our guy next that's it they're desperate to strip him so this is what we want isn't it we want a unified champion in every weight division and we can dream we'll get it one day maybe Game of Thrones stuff you want, you want to melt it all together you don't you absolutely That's I keep saying that to every champion as soon as you become undisputed as soon as you win every belt in your weight division solder them all together Game of Thrones style just make one big super belt and that's it then there's nothing we can do um, this week we've been catching up with various people in the world of boxing we went up to Frank's uh, office we had a wonderful turn up there didn't we I mean he's got some wonderful memorabilia including oh, yeah. that bronze statue of Prince Nazim Ahmed that Prince Nazim Ahmed sent him as a Christmas present a life size yeah. bronze statue so we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show we're going to hear as well from uh, Daniel Dubois who's in action very very shortly at the Copper Box Arena we went along to his media day to have a little bit of a chat with him and fresh out of Love Island we need to remind everybody that this lad's not a reality TV star he's not KSI he's not Logan Paul he is at the moment 
He's a boxer. He's, he's a fury. He spent more time as a reality TV star as than he has done in a professional boxing ring. He's only had two fights. Third, yeah. third one tonight. Yeah. But he's still a. You've got to still class him as a reality star, haven't you? That's uh, what he's most famous for. Well, we caught up uh, with Tommy Fury, and you're going to hear from him very, very shortly as well. I mentioned that Luke Campbell will hopefully be on the show. Tiafimo Lopez, too, the new IBF champion. Got to speak to the champ, haven't we? The legit champ. Got to get him on. I'll get a coffee at that point. Um, and as a treat for everybody, he's in the UK only for a short period of time. Sugar Shane Mosley. Did you see, by the way, his fight with Shaquille O'Neal? Yeah. Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah. It's the craziest thing in the world, isn't it? Weird. Absolutely mental. So anyway, he's going to be on the show as well, so make sure you stick around. This is Fight Night on TalkSport. Daniel Dubois looking razor sharp, wasn't he? Eh? At Media Day, looking like uh, he were auditioning for James Bond, the boy. What I liked about it is he, he seems to have had a suit made for himself now. Yeah. He used to uh, he used to turn up in a suit, didn't he? But it looked like his dad's old suit. Yeah. So it used to own him, but uh, he looked absolutely razor sharp earlier this week. Let's hope he looks just as sharp in the ring tonight. He did. Um, now, I went down to the Peacock. I uh, had a little bit of a training session with him. He uh, obviously left me behind. I was well well behind in the, in the, uh, in the marathon sprints. Uh, but we had a little bit of a chat as well about the last 12 months and what uh, he anticipates to happen over the forthcoming year. I noticed um, whilst we were out there training, you were stopped for a, a picture. There were a couple yeah. of people that were watching yeah. it. Are you starting to get used to the to the fame side of this yeah. game now? Yeah, definitely. It's um, new for me, you know, coming from the amateur system where it's just um, you know work grinding, working, and you're just fighting for national titles now. But fighting and uh, our audience is you know becoming accustomed to seeing us on television and yeah, yeah. competing in a wider audience so um, it's, it's different but I enjoy it it's how, how, how are you dealing with that fame aspect of it because like I say you're 22 years of age yeah. for a normal 22 year old lad you're out there doing yeah. all sorts of different things and just discovering yourself and growing as a, growing as a man but you're obviously you've got a very different career path than a lot of 22 year olds you know? yeah. it must be quite difficult to stay away from the distractions um, well I'm lucky I have a family and uh, my dad, he's, we just we all just keep try and keep it under one roof and keep our feet firmly on the ground and stay, you know, stay level-headed about yeah. it. And uh, we're in here every day, so while I'm in here, I'm too, I'm too knackered to think about what's going on else, elsewhere <laughs> after I finish the gym. So. That's what it is. That's yeah. why you're not getting distracted because I've just seen that session and no wonder you've no more energy, man. I need to go home and gone. sleep. Yeah, <laughs> literally, I, I'm, my eyes are glazed right now. Just let's go. You're obviously being inspired in this gym through the guys that you're working with and obviously working with Martin, but you just mentioned home life there as well. Christmas is coming up. Has your sister got the bragging rights around the dinner table this year? Or is it going to, who's going to have the bragging rights? Um, because she's had a wonderful year. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> again, we just, just I think um, we're celebrating a lot, you know, just on both our sides. I'll both, we both achieved a lot. This year has been a big year for me and it's been a massive year for her, so yeah, yeah. we can't but you know, keep the success going. How, how did she react to the Young Sports Personality of the Year? Because that is massive, mate. That is absolutely huge. Yeah, honestly, I didn't even know too much about it. <laughs> she, she went over, got the Wonder Award and it was just, just amazing, ecstatic for, for all of us. She's done us all proud and um, uh, bigger did, things to come, really. How did she tell you? Um, honestly, I didn't even know. She, she just came back and... Did she drop it in the family WhatsApp group? No, it's like, no, she's come home, brought home the trophy, and like, no. <laughs> Get lost. What's this? <laughs> yeah. She just comes home with the trophy, goes, there you go, son. 
You can stick your British in your Commonwealths. Exactly. I've got one of these. Oh man, it's so fun. Man. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously the little one who sat over there, he's yeah. just chilling at this moment in time. Yeah. I've, I've seen you on camera before saying you reckon he's going to be the best of the lot. Yeah. You think? I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, definitely. So we've got a lot of big things to come, all of us. We're going to be good fight, you know. World boxing in the work in the boxing game, we're gonna, definitely going to do big things. Yeah. All of us, not just him, but Caroline, my little brother. He's only seven years old, but we all got a, we're all going to you know pave our mark, make our mark when we leave the sport. Well, let's talk about you then making your mark, right? Because you most certainly made that mark. What is it now? Fourteen fights in, yeah. thirteen of these lads have gone over. You're collecting belts for fun, mate. Yeah. You've got another one on the line, obviously, against Fujimoto, yeah. which will then obviously boost rankings with the WBC. Yeah. He's well ranked with the WBA, so yeah. therefore there's decent rankings there. Again, talking about keeping your feet on the ground and, and not getting carried away with it, how hard is that not to do so? Because every challenge that's put in front of you, you're rising to it and exceeding the expectation. So at 22 years of age, it must be quite difficult not to be thinking at what point that we then start challenging the big boys. Yeah, well, there's, um, there's a time for that, it's coming. And um, in the meantime, I've just got to keep winning, you know. Fujimoto, there's a lot on the line for this. For every fight, I, pre I prepare for it like a world title fight. Mm. Um, even no matter who's in front of me, I know I've got to be the best. And not just for this guy, but two, three fights down the line, I've got to be preparing for before that, you know, thinking ahead. So it's always, um, you know, planning and um, making sure that we stay, stay, stay level-headed and stay focused on the job at hand. Mm. For you so far, would you say the Nathan Gunn performance is, is your best performance? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, definitely. There was a lot of um, media, a lot of press behind yeah. that fight different before all performing other fights it was just getting there and then we fight and you know even though they were good fights but that had brought that extra bit of prestige and extra rivalry to the to the game and it was fun the the build up to it the splitting opinions and who's going to win who's who people think is going to win look at the face on you now laughing your head off yeah. <laughs> when you look back it's funny but i knew all along <laughs> i could say that but it's fun yeah but that's the thing you see, because in your professional career, what we've seen is yeah. power. That's yeah. what we've seen for a lot of it. So therefore, a lot of boxing media would have gone, we've yeah. seen him box before, yeah. we've not seen you box before. Yeah. So again, you're smiling now, but was it nice then to say, well, all right then, yeah. I'm going to go and outbox the boxer, yeah. and then I'll show you what you're expecting me to do a little bit later on in the fight? Not even that. I knew I, I had it in me, but um, it was just about proving it to to again to myself and letting the, wit let the public witness it the, the, the witnesses yeah. they can tell they're not silly they know what all the boxing fans they can they, they saw my jab they saw you know the things I was doing in the fight and and, and you know my strategy my technique was superior so yeah one, one of the things that impressed me mostly about the Gorman fight was temperament. I think that's what I said in the aftermath of the fight because, like you said, the media was on it. Yeah. Sell out at the O2. Every yeah. man and his dog's talking about this fight. 50-50, yeah. who's going to win it? Yeah. But the way that you dealt with that situation of just the ring walk, you yeah. were ice cold. Yeah. Has that always been something apart from you? Me. Or were you conscious of it that, that was, particular night? No, I've always been like that. It's been about probably since the day I started, you know, boxing. I've always had that sort of persona or aura about myself going in when I, you know, approach a fight. So, yeah, it was um, just us business as usual. 
Is that, does that come from the way that you are away from the ring as well? Because you are incredibly yeah. dedicated to this game. Yeah. You don't get distracted by like a normal 22-year-old lad who'd be going out with his mates or yeah, whatever yeah, it may yeah. be. Probably, yeah. There's Probably not is. too much TV in your world. Probably There's is. no smartphone. There's none yeah. of that. Yeah, which, which people watching this will go, eh? He's yeah. no smartphone? That's mad. Yeah, <laughs> no. I honestly haven't been able to think about it, but now you said it, it's probably the case. So keep, keep, keep it up. <laughs> Stay away from distractions, and uh, after you've done everything, then you can dive straight in. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're looking That's it. Once yeah. I've become world champion, once I've cleaned up, I'm going to get myself a smartphone. Yeah, Is exactly. that how you're going to roll? No, man. Everything, <laughs> anything, all, well, everything. I want the world. <laughs> But yeah. that's a refreshing attitude to take because the distractions are coming. People are going to knock on the door. Everybody's yeah. going to want a piece of the pie when it comes to Daniel Dubois. Yeah. To stay away from that is, is a very, very hard thing to do. And it's easy for you to say, well, I've got good family and all that type of stuff. Yeah. But you've got to want to do that as well. Of and you've obviously got that attitude that you want to do that to you, that you want to achieve those great things. Oh, yeah, definitely. I've, you have to, because if you will, once you've... Um, and then um, people, people, it's easy to write someone off and uh, when they're not doing so well, but when you're doing well, you've got to keep it going as long as you can and ride the ride this storm and uh, keep it up until it's over because it's not going to last, nothing lasts forever. Everything has, that has a beginning has an end. And um, when it's up, yeah, I want to be satisfied. How, how, far, how far do you think you're off to get in a World Tower Show? I know that you're going to say that you're ready right now, right? But how far do you think you're off, realistically? Realistically. Realistically. Frank said at the end of the year, maybe. End of next year, so end in 12 months year. from now. Yeah, maybe end, end of yeah. next year. So, Oh, I, I agree with him. Um, better now than Well, you rank with, after this, yeah. you come through the Fujimoto fight, yeah. you rank with everybody. Yes. Decently ranked. Yeah. And then it's a case maybe of next year, two or three fights against decently ranked opponents. Yeah. And well, then you're because nobody's going to take you voluntarily, I don't think, no, right? No, <laughs> After a certain point, I don't think you've got to look at it like, where's there to go? You can't go back after you've you know, cleaned up, yeah. you know, all these little belts flying around. Then you've got to just step into the lines there. Mm. And then, then, then we're going to see. Daniel Dubois there speaking to me a little earlier on this month at the Peacock Gym ahead of his fight against Fujimoto uh, this evening. They also caught up. Uh, with Tommy Fury this week, didn't we, Nick? We uh, had a little bit of a chat with him. Looking a lot slimmer than when I last uh, caught up with him. Uh, I saw him at the uh, Fury-Wallen fight in Vegas, fresh off the old Love Island. Looked like he'd enjoyed himself. Slimmed right down. Obviously, he's been on the diet. So um, you can hear from him next. How refreshing is it now to be talking Tommy Fury, the boxer, rather than Tommy Fury, the reality star? Yeah, it's definitely refreshing. Um, 100%, you know, it's been... It's been a long summer, I'll put it that way. Um, but you know, looked it. it looked like you were having a whale of a time. I was having a whale of a time in that sunbed for two months. Of course, I was 100%. Uh, blowed up to about 15 stone in weight. I was eating whatever I wanted. It was time of my life. Um, and now I'm back to dieting and stripping off the weight. Lovely. But um, no, it's good. We're here today, and I'm just you know happy to be back boxing now for sure. One thing that we're interested in at the weekend, obviously the performance, yeah. but also the demographic of fans, because yeah. we we yeah. said when you when you made that up, made the choice to go in. I thought it was a stroke of genius, young lad, 19 years of age when you went in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. in order to boost that profile and then hopefully bring yeah. a new fan base at the yeah. weekend. That must be quite exciting as well to see the amount of people that are going to turn out. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, it's definitely exciting times at the end of the day. There's a lot that's happened since my last fight. Um, but yeah, I just can't wait to get in there Saturday night, 
more than anything, just putting a good performance to um, show everybody that I'm not just this reality TV guy who's just come over to boxing to earn a few. But I've been doing this my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, and I want people to remember that. And Saturday night, I'm going to put on my best performance yet because I've got a big statement to make. Not for not for anybody else, but to myself. You still got big celebrity commitments, Tommy. Obviously, yeah. in the aftermath of the summer, was that commitments and that other things that you've gone on outside of boxing was that part of the reason that you split with Ricky and you're now being trained again by, by your dad yeah definitely um, a lot of obligations on my you know reality TV side um, just got done filming a TV show um, that's on air yeah it's just been a crazy 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 few months um, and obviously when I get out there life's not quite the same so schedules didn't really match up but me and, me and Ricky still best of friends uh, and that's all it was to be honest um, but yeah my dad's me and my dad's been training you know whenever we can Every, t- every time we train has been a different time. We haven't got a schedule. Yeah. Um, and that's the only reason that why that didn't work. We hear so much about Lomachenko, best boxer on the planet, pound for pound right now. It's all down to his dancing. He was yep. put into a traditional Ukrainian dancing for years. Does this mean that we're going to see an all-new Tommy Fiori footwork because of the dancing you've been doing? I mean, my footwork's going to be better, but not for anything that a dancing's <laughs> taught me, I'll tell you that. Um, the dancing's not quite what I thought. I mean, I won't be doing any locks or twists and twirls in the ring. Um, but yeah, it's, you're going to see a lot more sharper. Yeah, you, you've, he's got the styles because you were, in the, you were in obviously Love Island with uh, uh, your pal there, who, who knows a, a little yeah. bit of uh, a, a fox trotter too. You know what I mean? Oh, so. he does. Yeah, definitely, Curtis. <laughs> is is Curtis. he coming out of the weekend, Curtis? Um, I think he's doing. Um, what's he doing now? He's doing. Um, he's doing a panto. So um, yeah, yeah, he's doing a panto. So he's got a lot of training going on for that. But I'm sure he'll meet me up afterwards for a drink or something. I just think he gets done at around nine, ten. Um, yeah, and he's going to come straight over. But yeah, Curtis taught me a lot in the dancing. You know, Curtis is a funny, funny man. But I'll tell you what, a hell of a dancer though, because he's a big lad too. He's about mm. six foot three and about sixteen stone. And he moves like God knows what. I've never seen it before. Please tell me he's a pantomime dame or something like that. I'm not. I'm not going to elaborate because I'm not sure. I don't even know what panto is. Um, <laughs> but I know he's going to do it and he's going to smash it for sure. You must have turned down a panto or two then this winter to get back to boxing. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things that's that's come my way, um, especially after Love Island. What's the maddest thing you've, that yeah. you've been offered that you've turned down? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. Honestly, there's been that many, you know, because on my Instagram I've got this email from my management team, and they get all the emails in there of stuff of jobs that come in. And honestly, most of the time it's just honestly crazy work. But you know, I was doing all these PAs. I cancelled, I think, a hundred PAs I had. You know, it's, it's it's good money, like, but I cancelled a hundred of them to literally come back, do me training, and just focus on boxing. Mm. You know, because at the end of the day, you can run around doing all these things that you know you want to do and this and that, but. You've got to do what makes you happy. And boxing makes me happy. Running around in a nightclub till all hours doesn't make me happy. And it's not smart. That's that's the key thing. And I think that's the key message that we want to, obviously, off the back of this conversation. Because people will look at this and go, he doesn't need a box now. He no, doesn't no. need to do it. Yeah, yeah. This is a genuine passion. This is a genuine yeah. love as to why you're here and obviously on this card at the yeah. weekend. Yeah, it is crazy, honestly. I don't need to box, but yet I'm here. And I'm, I'm in the fighting business. I mean, I must be crazy, 100%, but... You know, it's a passion of mine. It's something that I've always done. It's always something I want to keep doing. Um, yeah, and everyone can see now, I'm not just doing this for money or whatever like that. I'm doing this because I purely want to do it and I love it. Um, and everyone's going to see that Saturday night. Did you enjoy your spar with Tyson? I enjoyed it until he hit me in the ribs, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, it was, I didn't enjoy it so much. But no, it was good at the end of the day. You know, you learn a lot every time you get in the ring with Tyson and just just a pleasure to have him there. Regarding your friends and the missus. Yeah. Because you've obviously got together when you were on the TV show. She knew you were a boxer, but she hasn't oh, yeah. seen you box. She hasn't seen you go through nope. camp. She hasn't seen you yep. cut weight. How's, uh, how's she? Is she enjoying this period of time or is she staying away? She's staying away from uh, the fighter. 
Nope, she's with me. Um, she's in the fight hotel now. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it's nice. You know, a happy fighter is a good fighter, and I'm happy with all my team around me, all my friends around me. And Molly, you know, she's still supportive. She doesn't ram punch it, give me any grief or nothing like that. She cooks me meals, everything. I honestly couldn't ask any more of her. Um, she's a gem, she really is. I'm just excited to show her what I can do Saturday night. It's, it's just going to be so mad because everyone's of these Love Island fans, you know, my fans, the supporters, they've all seen me in Love Island, yes. but they're going to see this other side of Tommy now. Not, not the so nice guy, not the typical, you know, out there, whatever. They're going to see down to business Tommy Fury fighting. When the style. switch goes, he's a different yeah. guy. Different guy. <laughs> what about the, the walk-up music? Oh, come on, mate. Come on, it's got to be the oh. walk-up music. You've got to do it. You've got to do Trust it. Trust me. I'm not going to say anything about what it is, but this walk I've got out. a text. Is that what it is? Oh, no. It's <laughs> not a text, no. But this, this walk-out this walk music, it's, uh, it's going to get everyone going, I'll just say that. Special. Special, yeah. It's probably the best one I've, I've had yet. Tommy Fury, in good spirits there earlier on this week, looking razor sharp. I noticed, right, he's changed. He has changed a little bit since this Love Island stuff. Didn't have any socks on. Did you notice that? He had the loafers. I did notice. He had the loafers, no socks. Literally sprayed on trousers, sprayed on shirt. To be fair, if I had a physique like that, I'd have everything sprayed on as well. Um, But I'm quite excited that he's now back in, uh, in the world of boxing because a lot of people have forgotten that this lad is a fighter. I know he's only a novice. He's only had two fights, professional fights. Mm-hmm. But he is a fighter. He's not one of these lads that have just decided to have a go. He's a proper fighter. The the jaunt into Love Island was obviously to grow profile. It's most certainly done that. What is it? Two, two and a half, two, nearly three million people. million followers <laughs> on Insta or something. It's like you, Nick. Yeah. It's like you, <laughs> keeping up to date with your shenanigans on the old Instagram. But hopefully now that transcends and helps him in his uh, in his boxing career because we always say this don't we fighting comes into two forms you've got to do the business in the ring and you've got to do the business on the microphone and you'll find a lot of talented lads and girls are brilliant in the ring but they don't necessarily make a lot of cash and they don't make a living out of this because they don't resonate with fans because they they don't rock the microphone and sadly yep. you've got to rock the microphone and Tommy's little John out in the uh, out in Love Island I know we refer to it that on, on, on many occasions on this particular show but it can only do in the power of good. Absolutely. I think every single fighter with any kind of profile uh, in the UK should be campaigning all these TV companies to get on as many of these shows as possible. It didn't do Amir Khan any harm. It certainly hasn't done Tommy Fury because where Tommy's gone from a two-fight novice who's, oh, there's Tyson's younger brother. Yeah. He is now, there's Tommy Fury off Love Island. Yeah. You know, it's completely and utterly changed them. And I truly believe, listen, I know Frank's bringing him back tonight on the Daniel Dubois undercard, but don't be surprised if Tommy Fury ends up headlining a car, potentially up in Manchester, mm. early next year, because the fan base is clearly there. And these people will try will come over to boxing. You know, we, we, we were critical of the way the two YouTubers were sold as a boxing event. Yes. But we understood why, and we understood the new market that it brought to the sport. Tommy is an actual boxer, though. Mm-hmm. So this is the real boxing. It's not a white collar. It's not a, you know, okay, the opponent tonight is at the level of opponent you would expect for a three-fight novice. But still, the deal is to bring those fans, these new eyeballs, this almost three million Instagram followers, into a boxing arena to watch live boxing mm. and see what Tommy Fury's all about. We, we saw it a lot, didn't we, when... Um, Amir Khan came back out the jungle. Yeah, exactly. He came out the jungle, and I think the first one back was in Liverpool, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Because I've been to a couple of his, and um, the demographic that night was very, very different. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a normal boxing um, fan base. You know, there was a lot of, you know, couples on nights out, and yeah. that's what it was. It was part of a night out for a lot of people, and that is where I mean, pe- boxing fans are going to hate me saying this, but that's where the cash is at in this Absolutely. game. 
you've got to make this... You've got to make an event a part of somebody's night out. There'll be people going to the copper box tonight. They'll have been out for something to eat. They'll go to the fight, and then they'll be on to late-night bars and nightclubs later on. Mm-hmm. It's a stop-off type of thing. Yeah. And in order to appeal to that type of market that wants to do those types of things, I think you have to cross over. You can't just be a fighter. Hardcore boxing. You can't, you can't be that. You, no. ha- you have to appeal by going on Love Island, or you've got to go in the jungle, or you've got to go yeah. on whatever to to make people resonate with you. There'll be more than a handful of couples who are in attendance at the Copper Box tonight who's more than likely the males, the boyfriends, have gone, we'll have a night out, we'll go to the Copper Box, we'll watch some boxing, and the girlfriend would have, any other event would probably gone, I'm not interested. But because Tommy Fury's boxing, yeah. she watched him in Love Island for 10 weeks. And Molly May will be in attendance. I'm there. Let me see Molly May. Let me see if... Ellie the Belly or whatever the whatever the, <laughs> the thing was called. What is it? That is, little elephant is Ellie thing. Belly going to be in the That's corner? The, Ellie the Belly. That's an even better nickname. <laughs> yeah. That would be my nickname for the world of boxing. If I was coming to the ring, please welcome Ellie the Belly. <laughs> you'd just be Fat Man Cat. That's exactly what I would be, yeah. Absolutely. Looking forward to seeing how he gets on anyway, Tommy Fury. Yeah. Uh, great to see him back in the boxing ring. Um, and hopefully, over the next 12 months, he might take us on a little bit of a journey. But by all accounts, I don't know... How far he can take it, he's absolutely adamant, as you've just been listening to in that conversation, that he thinks he can go all the way. Time will tell. Mm. Let's not put too much pressure on him. He's only uh, he's two and zero at this moment in time. Yeah, but he's got the he's got that lineage, hasn't he? You know, his, his father was a, a competing pro. John, he was, he was obviously working his corner this weekend, and then uh, obviously Tyson's been to the very top and is still very much at the top of the tree. So mm. the pedigree's there. It's just whether the desire's there, and as you say, and as he hinted at now. Uh, in, in that, when we had a chat with him yesterday, he's he's basically set up now that he don't he wouldn't need to box. He's doing it because he wants to box. He's got something to prove, um, and I think it's the beginning of an exciting journey. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. 
tipped him at the start of this year to go on to world honours. Whether politics allowed that to happen, I wasn't fully convinced, but I thought if he'd get an opportunity, he would snap that opportunity with both hands and become a world champion. And last weekend, everybody knows that Tiafimo Lopez not only took that opportunity, but he made a huge statement against Richard Comey, uh, becoming the IBF lightweight champion. And true to form, he never lets me down. Now, I thought he might be big time now. I thought he might be one of the big boys. He might snuff me. He might decide not to come on my programme, but he's here. Tiafimo, absolute pleasure <laughs> to have you back on TalkSport. How are you, mate? You good? I'm doing great, man. Like a champ, I'm feeling great. And, uh, you know... I always got to do another interview with you. What are you talking about? That's it. That's the type of attitude I like. Listen, how have you? Uh, how have you been this week? Have you been out and about celebrating? I know that uh, obviously you and your uh, uh, your young wife like to get off after fights and maybe go on, on a little bit of a trip. So I'm, I'm quite pleased that you're deciding to take this call, mate. Are you are you away somewhere or are you still in New York? Where are you? No, I'm still here. I'm still in New York. Actually, right now we we had a we had a, a brunch with my. With my manager David McWhorter, you know, just relaxing, you know, just enjoying and and that's about it, you know, catching up on things and and just having a good time, you know. No vacation right now, but in January we'll have our honeymoon. Finally, we'll finally have our honeymoon. We haven't had it, and you know, so that'll be something I'm finally. looking forward to already. Finally, man, where are you planning on going? Because I know that you like your trips. Where are you thinking of going? Uh, planning to go to uh, Maldives. Ah. Yeah. Get a little bit of sun on your face, you know what I mean? Get that, get a bit of tan on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Listen, let's talk about last weekend because obviously there was a lot. Yeah. I wouldn't say pressure because I don't think you're a young guy that feels pressure, having spoken to you in the past. But this was the moment, you know? This was the moment that you were building towards. You'd had a fantastic amateur career up until... Uh, and then obviously turning pro in the fantastic pro career up until last weekend. That was the climax. That was the moment that everybody was saying, right, let's see if Tiafimo Lopez is everything that everybody believes him to be. And that is how you go and win a championship, isn't it? You 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 take on a king and you slay him early. That's what you did. No, yeah. You know, um, we took on the challenge and it, it it was a challenge. You know, Richard Comey, world champion, you know, defending his title for the second time, uh, a true champion yeah. on top of that, you know, and, and one of the scariest dudes in the 135 uh, weight division, you know, and uh, Saturday night, this last Saturday, you know, Teofimo just went out there and did what he always does, and that was to shock the world and entertain. Mate, to take on someone like Richard Comey at your age, at 22 years of age, you know, people people look at that and they think to themselves, maybe it's a step too far. Was there ever a moment during camp at all? Because he's a tough dude, he hits hard, and like you say, he's a legitimate world championship. Nobody's handing you this crown. This, if you were to become champion, you had to take him. Was there ever a moment during camp where you thought to yourself, this is, this is the real deal, and that it might be a step too far for you at that age? I think, you know, like, um, my whole thing is like, I take challenges. You know, I always do, and that's the thing. Like, um, I like to challenge myself, and I feel like, you know, that's what I did with the Richard Comey fight. You know, we, we earned the spot. We earned the we earned it the right way. You know, we became the mandatory. Yeah. You know, and then and now, you know, a lot of people are looking forward to the Lomachenko fight, you know, that that obviously is probably gonna happen early next year. You know, and things like that. You know, those are still in the works, you know, but I I'm just the type of fighter that if anybody believes that they're the best and I, I believe I'm the best, let's make those type of fights happen. And so we can actually show it not to only ourselves, but to the world that 
that okay, this guy is the best. Do you have dates in mind for the for the full unification with uh, Vasil Lomachenko? Do I have the like? Uh, you mean like date wise? Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you, when we thinking March, April? Is that when we're thinking around that time? Yeah, somewhere in the somewhere it's in the works. You know, somewhere in April, somewhere in the, in those terms. Uh, April, maybe maybe early May. Who knows? You know, um, right now since it's the holidays and such, you know, right now everybody's just pretty much back home with their families and yeah. enjoying the holidays. So it's not really business talk. As of right now, but I believe after New Year's and everything, that's when we'll start it off and figure out the numbers, figure out the location and such, and and hopefully, hopefully, make the fight happen. If not, you know, uh, let's see, we'll see what happens from then. Uh, listen, you've got the, the same management, uh, the same promotion uh, company. I, I think it'll be quite straight. It should be quite straightforward to be able to make that fight. And talk to me about what it would mean to you to become, at your age, an undisputed champion. We live in an era where politics doesn't allow us to have these undisputed champions, to have one face as the lightweight king. That must, that's, yeah. a, that's amazing. No, absolutely. It's a blessing. It's, uh, it's more than I could ever ask for. It's more than I could ever dream of. You know, 22 years old, I could, I could truly become the undisputed world champion at 22 years old in the lightweight division, which mm. is very known throughout the years and in different eras, you know, it's very, very, very respectful and popular weight division, you know, the tough of the tough. And, and just to even be crowned in that division, just right now, even that, even this alone, being becoming world champion at 135, just that alone is a huge accomplishment on in itself. So I know that undisputed is just going to be something that is like breaking break record type of history in alone right there. What's your uh, opinion on? <clears throat> I don't want to have a go at certain sanction- sanctioning bodies, but the WBC this year have kind of they kind of caused a lit- for, for a lot of people looking at boxing and creating new belts and various things like that. They're confusing a lot of fans. The WBC obviously have a franchise champion in Lomachenko. They've now got a champion in recess in Devin Haney. They've got a vacant title which will be up, and our, one of our Brits, Luke Campbell, will be fighting for that for that belt. What do you make of all that? Um, I think, you know, every, every body sanction, uh, every, every sanction body has their way of doing things. You know, WBC has, you know, done their things for so many years now, you know, and for decades, you know, and, uh, we all represent each and every, each and every one of them proudly. You know, I think whatever they do with it, you know, I think they just need to keep it active as much as possible. So I think that's what their goal is. You know, Devin Haney right now is, is recovering from an injury. You know, and in the meantime, you know they respect his, uh, they they respect him and his wishes and and of him being a champion and everything. But they need to keep it going. So uh, it's just their rules. Everybody has their rules. You know, same way with the IBF. Every day, uh, every time after the weigh-ins, we have a second day weigh-in with the ten-pound limit. Every 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 sanction, every body sanction has mm. uh, a way of doing things. So I have nothing to say to it, but you know. Um, you know, I wish nothing but the best for each and every each and every guy that represents these belts. When when we last spoke, you alluded to the fact that at some point, maybe next year, within the next twelve months, that you would be moving up in weight because obviously you're a young guy. You're still finding uh, you're growing into your body. Is that something that you're looking at next year? Once this um, this the shot at Lomachenko for the undisputed crown at lightweight, would you be looking at super lightweight after that? Um. Yeah, you know, I, you know, my thing is really, you know, I've, I've been, I've been wanting to move up in weight for a while now, you know, um, but 
my thing is I also want to make big fights happy, you know, and I know that a Lomachenko fight yeah. with myself, I, the fans already are craving it. They're, they're, their mouth is watering and everything because it's, it's just time <laughs> for it. It's a, it's a dessert for themselves. It's a treat for themselves, that alone. And just for them to even think about it, you know, they're already excited. So I, I, that's the best thing about what Teofimo brings to the table is exciting fights. And that's what I try to do every time. And each time I, I go out there. So, um, you know, uh, 2020 is going to be a lot of a lot of things happening. You know, a lot of things happening. And I believe a lot of great things happening. This year was a roller coaster ride, but we finished it, you know, uh, very exciting. So I think 2020, I look forward to a lot of different changes, but a lot of great things. Right. Let's talk about dogs, shall we? Because I know that you and uh, your uh, missus have got um, a couple of dogs. What 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 breeds have you got? Are they are they pan- puppy pandas? Is that what, what what I'm thinking? What are they? Yeah, I have um, I have Mr. Peanut. He's a Pomeranian. Yeah. Uh, he just turned five months. Yeah, they are, they're both puppies still. And then uh, we have Mr. Bruno, which is a Morkie. <laughs> he's, uh, Mr. Bruno. Where do, where, where do these names come from, Tio? Where, where's Mr. Bruno come from? Uh, what well, me and the wife, we was uh pretty much, you know, we were looking at dogs and we seen the dog with a yeah. bow, like a with a with a with a bow tie, and we were just like, um, <laughs> he looks like a Bruno. I know, I know, man, it's crazy, but yeah. So then we ended up calling him, you know, Mister Bruno, and then uh, uh, and then yeah, pretty much that that was it. And then we just had, we just got Mister Peanut. You know, we just got Peanut, uh, the Mr. Bruno and Mr. Peanut. Mr. Bruno, Mr. Peanut are at Teofimo's. All right, my man. I'm, 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 I'm loving this vibe. I think you're a big softie, aren't you? I think you're that guy that's cuddling up with the dogs on the sofa whilst the films are on. You're that guy, I'm aren't like you? The, I'm like, I'm like the, na- I'm like the nicest, baddest motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you are. That's exactly what you they are. Make a belt that's it that's exactly what you are man once once the bell rings they should should put the nbms (laughs) listen how are you spelling that uh spending the holiday season mate what you up to um you know my wife she's a flight attendant so she usually travels on the holiday so i'm just gonna take a i'm gonna take a trip with her wherever they're, they're taking her and just go with her and spend christmas with her and then new year's um Last last uh, last New Year's we spent it with um, my family. Yeah, you know, and wifey was with me. Uh, so this year it's my turn to spend it with her family. So that's what we're doing. Top stuff. Listen, love to your dad because last time um, I spoke to him in New York, he spent the whole program basically telling me that you were going to smoke Lomachenko and this was well before you were a world champion so he, 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 he told us for a good half an hour listen my guy is going to do Lomachenko I'm telling you right now but he has to get a world title first in order to make that fight realistic now you've got that world title fingers crossed we get to see that fight next year bud yeah hopefully man fingers crossed I think uh, everything should go smoothly but you know you never know man sometimes on their side it can make things difficult yeah. so let's just see how things work Listen, you enjoy the holidays, enjoy the rest, enjoy the accolades of be, being a world champion now, for real, and we'll hopefully see you uh, in 2020. And next time, it won't be on the phone, we'll see you face-to-face. All right, mate, take care. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for the interview. Thank you for all the UK fans that tuned in. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you guys, and uh, you guys are going to get treats for sure in 2020. Top, man.
one of our co-presenters now is coming to join us. That's what we're classing Back him again as. now. Well, you know what I mean. He did He did obviously the AJ Ruiz show with us. He's now taken to uh, uh, to radio presenting like a duck to water. He's, listen, he, I know he's got a world title fight coming up in the not-too-distant future, but I've no doubt a career in the media is uh, looking more appealing right now. Isn't that right, Mr Cool Hand? I do enjoy talking. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we'll do the chatting with our actual mouths. You do the chatting with your fists. All right, pal? Uh, 100% you've Good man. Listen, um, exciting news because we were talking, obviously, um, during the AJ Ruiz broadcast and you were mentioning that hopefully in 2020 an opportunity to fight once again for a world title will arise. Did you anticipate it coming as soon as this one for the WBC belt? No, it, it certainly came as a as a shock, um, but a good shock. And um, yeah, I'm, as soon as I heard the news, I'm really buzzing about it, very excited. And um, yeah, I can't wait to get into 2020. I bet you can't, mate. What's um, the the current situation with it? Obviously, Fortuna is the uh, is the guy that it is. Uh, you've been called, obviously, to fight him for the WBC belt. Have we got a deal done? Have we got a location? Have we got a date? Um, not as yet. I think it goes to Pace Bids yep. on end of January. So um, I'm sure the end um, is on to it already. And, you know, um, I'm sure he'll do his best uh, to get us the fight, hopefully, for our UK fans. That's the one, mate. That's the one that we're interested in, obviously. Let's go to Hull, shall we? You know what I mean? You've been on the road too much, pal. I know that you, you've been in yeah. London, obviously, fighting Lomachenko. You went over to the States for a bit of Linares. Let's get back to Hull. We fancy a bit of a night out in Hull, don't we, Nick? Yeah, we do. That would be nice. I'll look after you boys as well. <laughs> <laughs> front, front row for all the claret. That's what it is. <laughs> That's it, yeah. What do you make you, of him? Um, you know, he's, he's a former world champion. Yeah. Um, very experienced, been around, box the best. Um, big, big puncher. He has power. Um, it, it's a tough fight, but it's a fight that I'm, I'm 100% up for and very excited for. Regarding, we've just been speaking actually about uh, Tiafimo Lopez, Devin Haney, and these these young cropper lightweights coming through. Obviously, Tiafimo picked up a belt last week against Richard Comey. Just yeah. let, let, let me get your thoughts on that first of all. That performance from him last week. What did you make of it? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought he got tagged a bit in the first round, uh, Lopez. Um, and then, you know, this is why I guess boxing's so excited. He, you know, it might have give Comey um, some extra confidence. Um, you know, and he went in uh, with a shot that was both met at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and, and his landed, Lopez's shot landed, and Comey's didn't. Uh, and that was it. That was enough to do the job. Um, but to be honest with you, uh, I, I do like Lopez. I've, I've done plenty of rounds together in Miami. He's a good fighter, but I think Memichenko stops him later on. Mm. Nick's smiling. I agree. We've just been having a little bit of a debate as to where he is at this moment in time and whether the Lomachenko fight would be a touch too early for him. Yeah, I think that right hand, um, certainly a cracking right hand. Uh, and a great victory, that's for sure. Yeah. But I think the right hand slightly um, flattered him a little bit. You, was, was part of your surprise at getting this WBC world title fight, Luke? Was part of the surprise because of the Devin Haney situation? He seemed to be given this belt and then it was taken away from him all within a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, isn't it mad how things mm. work out? Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like, 
Oh, there's a gift. Oh, hang on a minute. Give me the gift back. Um, <laughs> because we meant to give it to this other guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, yeah, exactly. But you know what? I think the WBC uh, did a, an amazing job by doing what they did because he's out for six months. Yes. So why should that title be be held for that long? Yeah. Um, you know, he's out for six months. Me and Fortuna will fight off for it. And, you know, I'll most welcome that fight uh, for him coming back. Well, that is the exciting thing. From our point of view as fans, right, you fight for this and win this belt. Then you would think that they would put you in with Devin Haney because they classed him as a, a recess champion. You've then got a franchise champion. I know you've fought him previously, but you prob- they probably want to do to do that. And then you've got all these other lightweights. Tiafimo Lopez, who holds a belt at this moment in time. Mikey Garcia's coming back, you yeah. know? And he can make one yeah. thirty he can make one thirty five. Luke, there's some I, amazing fights. Yeah. I would love to fight with Mikey Garcia at one thirty five, but I mean his next fight again is at one four seven. Yeah. But I mean I, I He shouldn't be there, I'd, mate. Let's be honest. He's a he's a one thirty five, one forty. One thirty five guy, I'd I'd take it. hundred percent I'd take it. Um obviously he's such a, a massive name and uh, for what he's done in the sport of boxing, uh, that's what I want to I want to be a part of that. Javonta uh, mm. Davis is in the mix uh, now as well. Yeah. What's that, sorry? Javonta Davis is in the mix now as well in this, in yeah, this 125. Yeah, uh, another big name. The lightweight division is rocking. <laughs> that, that was... There's your soundbite for that, the show. That's the soundbite. Well, that's how we're selling the show. Luke Campbell said the lightweight division is, is rocking. rocking. <laughs> Regarding the last 12 months... They certainly will be off my stand. They, they will, mate. They will be. Listen, just um, regarding your own thoughts of, of the last 12 months in the world of boxing, what are the standout performances from you? Obviously, you're going to say a couple of yours, but tell me about the stuff that you've looked uh, in and around. It doesn't matter what weight category it is. What stands out for you as the performance of the year? Um, let me think. Probably Lemachenko against myself. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. The way that. he did a good job of beating Campbell. Campbell was absolutely an amazing fighter. The way he had to beat him was—he you know, got a lot. So I would, I would probably say that. <laughs> Love it, mate. That's exactly. Just if I were you, I'd have gone with the exact same answer as well. Fair play to you. <laughs> Why not? Exactly, mate. Listen. um, Hopefully we can get that fight made pretty pretty sharpish and we can all mm-hmm. get uh, locked in and excited uh, and hopefully that's on British soil. How are we spending the Christmas period? Because I know that uh, the lads will have uh, written their Christmas lists and it will be costing you a pretty penny, mate, obviously paying Santa's bill. Yeah, do you know what? Um, you're right, yes. Santa, Santa's an amazing guy. <laughs> um, you know, he's, he's a very busy guy this time of year and he's got massive lists to fulfil. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure they're going to get everything, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> but I'll try my best, but they certainly won't be getting everything they want on the list, put it that way. Well, listen. But I'm sure Santa will do his utmost. Yeah, I'm sure he'll do go. his best. Love I'm sure it. he'll do his best. Listen, Luke, thanks for speaking to us, mate. And uh, we best look forward look. to the news. We January look forward to the, the news third. of when it's yes, going to happen. hands together. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thank you. Top man. Take care, Luke. Top man. Um, you listen to Fight Night on TalkSport. Luke Campbell there. You may have uh, heard the news, obviously, that he's uh, in line for a title shot. WBC, lightweight championship of the world against Fortuna. A fight that I genuinely believe is well within his powers yes, of winning that. And finally. Then, and then setting up 
some sensational fights in 2020. And as he just says there, with the promotional team that he's connected to, imagine Mikey Garcia over here with Luke oh, Campbell. Eh? Yes, please. Yeah? First defence, let's do it. We're in. You're in for that. Sign me up. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along, and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.